This is Reality Realty. The views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty or any of the articles presented do not represent the views and opinions of the station, of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, of any real estate brokerage, or of any other realtor. There simply are views and opinions at this time. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult with a professional when buying or selling your home. Good morning, Gail Bryant here. I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty, and we also have with us this morning Carol Ann Bryant, one of my favorite people in the world. Why, thank you. Good morning. Well, you just happen to be one of my favorite people as well. There you go. Sappy start to Reality Realty. <laughs> and Carol Ann is a mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. I am indeed. So, Carolyn, we're still in the COVID days, the COVID-19 days, aren't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. Businesses started opening up around the world about four weeks ago, maybe, something like that. You know, and people people had had enough with being locked up inside, and they sort of threw the doors open. Yeah. There were some places that were pretty excited to get back and running and they kind of jumped in mm-hmm. and now we're starting to see uh cases spike in those areas yeah there, there in, are mostly in the u.s right we're, ta- we're talking well, about no spikes um, around the world yeah there, things are you know trending upwards but maybe and hopefully they won't go too too far and so during this covid time right been a little dreary And I know I personally have been looking for, you know, outlets. And I've I've sort of leaned on comfort foods, on eating. Mm -hmm. Uh, As have many of us. Yeah, it's not uncommon to hear about the, the, they're calling it the COVID-10, or (laughs) I wish it was only COVID-10 for me. Oh, dear. Yeah, I know. I haven't maybe shared everything, but... I think I'm up to a COVID-20. Ooh. Yeah. So comfort foods, you know. Yep. I've eaten and drank some strange things. We bought a small case of cream soda. We yes. We never do that. That was absolutely COVID playing on my brain. <laughs> that, was your, that was your craving. For the moment. Finish that whole case off and, and then there's been other full pause Similar to that one. Well, I did a little bit more baking. We've certainly eaten way more carbs than we than yeah. we normally do. Yeah. So, but that's we, that's why we'll get back on track. Yes, and that's why I've titled this this uh, episode of Reality Realty Real Estate Soup. Just trying to create that comfort sort of uh, ingredient in our lives. You know. Uh, Little bits of savory everything is going to be part of today's program. 
And we're just going to try and get that warm synergy of flavors going here. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's put on our real estate aprons and get started. Our first ingredient. And I know you don't like this real estate soup. I don't like the name real estate soup. We, We had a discussion about it. Yeah. I lost the discussion. I sort of snuck it in here, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah, well. And now for the rest of the show, we're going to have to hear little puns or little, what do you call them, that you're about to do. I know. Clever morsels. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Bad dad jokes, something like that? I don't know. Something like bad dad jokes. So our first ingredient and and part of our family recipe base stock. Oh, boy is the most recent data on Northumberland's real estate market, and we call that Snapshot. Snapshot for June 18, 2020. And there have been 160 single-family residential sales over the past month. And you might say, Carolann, 160 single-family residential sales, what's the big deal? And what I would say is that number is up by 246% in sales activities over the past six weeks. That's how much it has gained. We've gained in activity over the past six weeks. Yeah, which is not what people maybe were predicting was to happen. I mean, in the beginning stages of everything being shut down, we wondered what was going to happen with real estate. We Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be... Well, it's pretty catastrophic. Did, it <laughs> certainly did slow down. A yeah, lot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, but it seems to have come back with a vengeance for now. It, for now, it certainly has. And that leaves us with a slightly increased inventory of 353 residential listings for sale. The average selling price of successful sales over the past year is up by approximately $3,000 again over last week's report. And we are at approximately $467,000 for average sale price. If we break that average sale price down into communities, we can see that the average residential sale price for Coburg over the past year is approximately $486,000. The town of Port Hope, $478,000 and the town of Brighton, $430,000. During the past year, people have received on average approximately 98% of their list price in a market time of 50 days. Northumberland County, we are still in a seller's market. We have quite a strong seller's market with an absorption rate at approximately 45% based on the past month's sales trend, meaning we have a residential inventory that can satisfy approximately 2.2 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. Let's take a look at Northumberland County condos. We have an inventory of 29 condos actively for sale in Northumberland County, with 100 condos having been sold over the past year. The average selling price has been $399,000, and on average, these condos have received 98% of their list price in a market time of 46 days. 
million dollar listings. Mm-hmm. We all like to talk about million dollar listings, don't we? Yeah. And some of my favorite shows are what? What are those shows I like? Million Dollar Listing New York, Million Dollar Listing Beverly, LA. LA. LA, I think. They've had a few different locations. Yeah, different ones. They're, they're fun shows to watch. Yeah, fun shows. Realtors with a ton of drama, which, mm, <laughs> it can happen. It can happen outside of LA and New York. But the homes are just spectacular yeah, that are on really these interesting. shows. Like, just spectacular. Well, we too have million dollar listings. All right. And we have an active inventory of 38 residential million dollar listings actively for sale in Northumberland County with 18 million dollar listings having been sold over the past year. The average selling price has been $1,160,000. And on average, these million dollar properties have received 93% of their list price in a market time of 73 days. And I researched these Northumberland County statistics using information from CoreLogic's Matrix system. And Matrix is the local realtor component of the MLS system. Carol Ann, what about mortgage rates? What are they looking like? Right, they've come down. They've been coming down the last couple of weeks. They've been coming down steadily. So uh, we have a five-year fixed as low as 2.19% and a five-year variable as low as prime minus 0.5. And prime is 2.45. So that would make your interest rate 1.95%. As always, conditions apply to these rates. So we've broken the 2%. On the variable, on yeah. On the variable. Mm-hmm. Well, Caroline, thank you. And folks, as every week, these mortgage rates come to us from mortgage broker Caroline Bryant with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. We have a notice. And this is a notice about real estate brokerages giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. And in particular, it's about Coldwell Banker RMR here in Northumberland County. And if you are a frontline worker, maybe you're a healthcare worker, maybe you're part of emergency services, you could be a grocery clerk, a PSW, municipal service worker, and so on. If you're a frontline worker during this COVID crisis, This is for you. Coldwell Banker RMR Real Estate Brokerage is hosting an event for all essential frontline workers in appreciation for staying the course and supporting everyone through this unusual time. And if you're a frontline worker and you're not working this evening, June 18, come out to the drive-in on Theater Road and enjoy the movies on Caldwell Banker RMR. There's limited space. Each worker receives one free ticket for a car of people. And you can call 905-372-9323 because you do need a reservation. 
You need a reservation number to gain entry into the drive-in this evening. You could also take a look on Facebook. I I just um, did a search for Caldwell Banker RMR Real Estate Coburg, and they have posts on there. And so you can easily easily get some contact information by finding Caldwell Banker RMR Real Estate Coburg, and you'll be able to contact the right people and get your registration number for the drive-in movies on them this evening. That's nice. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of appreciation around the globe for frontline workers, whether it's just a display of beeping horns or beating pots and pans mm-hmm. or or however it comes, but this is a really nice, tangible um, yeah, nice thank it, you. Uh, Fun, fun family night out. Yeah, for sure. And folks, that is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market and events in Northumberland County. And I'd just like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty, although we may think they're very clever, or any of the articles presented, may not represent the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, or of any other real estate brokerage or realtor. They're simply our clever views and opinions at this time. So, Carol Ann. Yes. Why don't we start with the questions that uh, I had asked the listeners a few weeks ago and posted on uh, social media. And the one question here, the first question we'll discuss is, During a previous real estate transaction, what went wrong or nearly went wrong and how was it handled or avoided? Now, we're not going to use any names or addresses here because that gets into confidentiality, but really interested in what people have experienced in general Mm -hmm. because what great discussion to have the real life events. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting question. And and I tried to think back on our real estate transactions and I, I think they all went smoothly unless I've blocked something out. I don't, do you remember? Mm. Did we have something? Mm-hmm. Oh Be- dear. Before we were in real estate. Okay, I don't remember yeah, what yeah. happened. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to have this conversation off air and uh, oh and then maybe we'll introduce our own. Later on on the next episode. Oh dear, now I'm intrigued yeah. what it was. I can't remember. Okay. So we, anyways, it's a good question. And mm-hmm. um, it possibly if people want to share their experiences, then somebody who's listening, it could help them down the road if they find themselves in that spot. Yeah, please do. Please let me know. Send me they an email. email you. Yeah. Dale at dalebryant.ca. Send me an email and love to discuss in general terms, what went on or nearly went on with your previous deal. But we did get one reply to this particular question, and there wasn't a lot of elaboration to it, but the answer is buyer couldn't come up with the money on closing. Ooh. So a number of reasons, there could be a number of reasons how they didn't come up with the money, Mm -hmm. right? What Mm -hmm. would you say possible reasons? Well, of course, I'm thinking on the financing end, I'm thinking that something fell through 
the last moment with the lender, perhaps, yeah, well, there's a few reasons why that could happen. They didn't receive, so there's conditions that come along with your financing and you have to fulfill those conditions. There's broker conditions and there's solicitor conditions. And if all those conditions are not met, then the funding department won't release funds. So there could be, I've seen sometimes where uh, the lawyer sends off ID to the lender and the lender says that ID is not acceptable to us. And if it's at the end of the day or we're getting close to the end of the banking day, that that can cause a problem. Maybe the is not legible, uh, or it's not an acceptable form of right. I, I'm, like ID is a big is a big mm-hmm. thing with some lenders. Uh, maybe maybe that person who was buying the, buying the house had a transaction that didn't close on their end, so they needed the funds from the sale of their home to purchase this home, and that didn't happen. So now you've got a domino effect. Mm-hmm. For sure. Or how about the buyer who gets approved and everything's done thoroughly, right? but then decides we're moving into a new home and they start to buy a bunch of furniture or things for the home mm-hmm. on, what, what do you call that, layaway? Not yeah, layaway, deferred but payments. deferred payments. Payment plans. And, and then last minute, their financial outlook changes enough to not qualify them. So the lenders have the right to pull your credit bureau just before closing again to see because you do sign in your finance documents that there will be no material change to your application. So that means you don't increase your debt load, you don't quit your job, your your income there doesn't you go. change. <laughs> yeah, you could have lost your job since yeah. since you applied. So lost your job or changed your job intentionally. Right. So if the lender is a lender who will check up to make sure you're still employed, and now that, well, now that we've been through this virus, they are double checking that you're still employed. Mm-hmm. If they do their initial check and then they're checking closer to closing, they will possibly be doing that to check to make sure you're still working. More than even before. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, there's a few things that could happen there yeah. to prevent that. And really and truly, if if it doesn't close on closing date, sometimes these circumstances can be remedied. And maybe the next day, the next business day, right. you'll be able to close. And that's why it's so important. Try not to have a closing date on a Friday. Because if for some reason mm-hmm. your deal doesn't close on Friday, now you have to wait until Monday at best for it to potentially close. Whereas if you did it on any other day of the week, your next business day is the next day. Well, in banks, they don't have their normal hours right now either. Mm. So are you, you're, you've you heard that too, yes. where transactions aren't closing because the bank has shorter hours and the the funds can't change hands because yep. the bank Deal is closed. Deal didn't get done in time, for sure. All right, well, and and then the other thing is it might be able to close next business day or in two business days, possibly. And possibly it's just something like um, the domino effect was broken, the chain was broken, and the people didn't have a sale on the other side. And then it's a matter of uh, picking up the pieces after 
talking to your lawyer about the best way to handle it, picking up the pieces and putting it up for sale again. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Well, Carol Ann, we're going to take a break. And then after the break, folks, we're going to, we had a number of responses to our other question. And that was, what do you appreciate or wish was different about your home? Now that the COVID crisis has had us spend so much time there. Okay. So folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, coming to you from one of the home bunkers. Home bunkers. One of the Northumberland 89.7 FM's satellite home studios. That sounds better. That sounds better. Join us after this break and we'll continue then. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale and Carol Ann Bryant. And Carol Ann, before the break, we were into the questions we posed to the listeners, just trying to get them involved in, uh, in the show. Right. And get their input and, and get some of your experiences shared on Reality Realty. And so we did the one question, and now we have, we have our second question that we asked. What do you appreciate or wish was different about your home now that the COVID crisis has had us spend so much time there? And for this one, we're, we're using names if, if the people have agreed that we can use their names, and they have. And we have an answer from Carol Ann Bell-Smith who says, love my windows. And that's something she's really appreciated during this COVID time of isolation and wish I had a finished basement. Mm, Yeah. Windows are so important in a home. Absolutely. Windows are something, Carol Ann, if, if I'm listing a home and it has good windows and a number of windows... I will always make a comment in the description about the natural lighting. It's so good for our our mental health. Mm -hmm. It's so good to uh, make a home feel bright and airy and bigger than what it is when you can take in that outdoor space and make it feel like it's part of the home. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and and clean windows. If you have a lot of windows, clean them. Show off. Show off that great feature of your home. And then basement space. We have a, a partly finished basement, right? But mm. we've enjoyed that basement during this COVID time, it, haven't it we? Has, it has saved my mental well-being, I believe, to be able to have exercise equipment and I mean, in the beginning of this, it was colder weather, right? Now we have the ability to go out on the deck and be outside or it's warmer to walk around outside. And in, in, in the beginning, we weren't sure, was it even safe to go for a walk in your neighborhood? So mm-hmm. I went for a walk on my treadmill <laughs> and was very thankful for that. And you've enjoyed it and you've taken good use of it. But then we're coming back to that COVID-20 <laughs> Uh, my COVID yeah, twenty weight gain. Well, I've I, sort of, I've sort of just been mocked by that exercise equipment every time I go. Actually, every time I go by 
to get to the second fridge for something to eat. <laughs> You're mocked by the exercise equipment. I see it there. Yeah, I haven't taken yeah, advantage well, of it the way I should have. Okay. Well, yeah. there's always tomorrow. All right. Well, then we have, then we have a response to that same question. Well, what do you appreciate or wish was different about your home? And Dave Workman, he answered. He's he loves the workshop. He's got a nice workshop there, mm. working on um, crafts and home improvements during this time. He's also mentioning the gardens. He's been doing planting, so good time outside, fresh air, working away with that. And him and his wife, they've enjoyed walking in the neighborhood, so they have a really nice neighborhood to walk in, and they've liked that. And then at the end of a stressful day, he's enjoyed the hot tub. Oh, yeah. That we, would be lovely. We don't have a hot tub, but it would be a nice thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can see how that would be a nice stress relief. Mm-hmm. Therapeutic yeah, sort that's of. that's great. Yeah. And so, yeah, workshop having that space. I, I think especially for, for men who have not who have been home and are not used to being home all day long. Uh, used to being busy. Yeah, yeah, to have that space to go to and just even if they're not working on anything, just to have some space. It's I mean, I, I think about the people that have, I, I have done mortgages for people that have bought condos that are 500 square feet. And I thought about them the other day mm-hmm. and wondered how hard that would have been to just have that amount of space to be in and you can't have anybody over. You can't like that would have been, I would not have enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then you think with a condo though, they have the common elements. So they have quite often, they might have a gym area or they might have a party room where, mm-hmm. where they have events like card games or different socials. Movie room, a pool, maybe there's a pool. Pool table room yeah. or a pool. Pool, yeah. But all those would have been closed up. They would have up. been closed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so you have your 500 square feet or your seven or your 800 or whatever, smaller square footage. And typically any other time of the year or your life, you've had this extra matter. space to be in. But <laughs> yeah. now you didn't. Yeah. Interesting here. Dave's wife, Barb, mm-hmm. also responded to the same <laughs> question. And, you know... Looking to see, right, do they have something in common here that they're right. enjoying? And I'm sure they they do, but but the official answer is Barb really likes the fact that uh, there's designated office space, especially since her husband Dave is <laughs> working home. from home. <laughs> she likes that. <laughs> Well, that's a whole well, lot better than the kitchen table becoming an office yeah, space mess. I, I am grateful that we have designated office space. I mean, I guess that's one adjustment that we really didn't have to make when this happened. We, we because we are self-employed, we work from home. We do have office space we can go to, but it was closed. Mm-hmm. But we did have our own home office space as well. And uh, so that wasn't a huge adjustment, but... But I am grateful that you have your own office space and you're not in my kitchen or 
at my kitchen table and hmm. working away. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, then. It, it just it just disrupts. You know. Well, yeah. if you're conducting business, you want people to be quiet, and and you can't. No, we have a good setup. I mean, we're in a we're yeah, in a home bigger than what we need. We're we're still we have. Okay, but downsized. I'm glad we didn't downsize before this virus because no. I'm thankful we had all this space now. Yeah, we so each have our own office we space. Do. We we don't have to be telling the other per- person to shush shush because they have a Zoom meeting to go yeah. on. Because we've certainly participated in enough Zoom meetings over this virus. Oh, I, I'm zoomed out. You're zoomed out. Yes, I'm zoomed out. Zoomed meetings and Zoom Zoom family get-togethers. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's good. Fun. That can keep going. All right. Well, that is the end of those questions. And folks, if you would like to have your situation with, uh, I'll just read it one last time. During the previous real estate, during a previous real estate transaction, what went wrong or nearly went wrong and how was it handled or avoided? If you'd like to share that with us without, we won't do names and addresses, please share it. And I'd love to go over it. And then the other part is, what do you appreciate and wish or wish was different about your home now that the COVID crisis has had us spending so much time at home? So let's transfer into what's happening in the mortgage financing lately, Caroline. Okay. You mean as a result of COVID? Just generally speaking. Right. Okay. So a couple of things. CMHC has changed some of their underwriting guidelines, and this applies to insured mortgages, so people that have less than 20% down for down payment. One of the changes, CMHC has made some changes to insured applications, and these changes will take effect July 1st. So if you are a real estate agent who has a client that is purchasing with less than 20% or you yourself are a buyer purchasing less than 20%, these new rules will apply to you if your financial institution is using CMHC as the insurer. And there are three insurers in Canada. CMHC is the crown corporation owned by the government. Canada Guarantee and Genworth are privately owned. Some lenders will use all three lenders. All three insurers? Yeah, sorry. Some lenders will use all three insurers. Some will only deal with CMHC. Some will deal with, like, they, they pick and choose, you mm-hmm. know, so you have to check and see. So if, if these, these are the key points starting July 1st, your qualifying ratios cannot exceed 35-42. 35%, 42%. So there's two ratios, your gross debt service ratio, which takes into effect, uh, account your principal interest taxes and heating expenses divided by your income. That calculation cannot exceed 35%. Then total debt service ratio, principal interest taxes, heating, pro- I mean property taxes when I say taxes, principal interest, property taxes, heating, and any other debt you might have, like credit card, car loans, lines of credit, student debt, 
any other debt gets mm-hmm. included in that calculation divided by your income, it cannot exceed 42%. So it used to be 39.44. So that decreases your your buying power now. So it used to be 39.44 and now max. it is 35.42. 35.42. Okay. okay. Uh here's another big one. You have to have a minimum credit score of 680. Now, if there's two applicants on the deal, one of you has to have 680. Okay. Okay. And what was that number before? 620, I believe. It was 620 for CMHC. Lenders have their own minimal minimum requirement for Beacon score. Okay. So, and then the third thing is more things. Uh, there's a couple more. They will no longer allow you to use non-traditional sources of down payment. So non-traditional sources would be if you've borrowed money for the down payment. So you've borrowed it from a family. You've taken out a bank loan. You've used a line of credit. That will no longer be allowed by CMHC. And that used to be fine. As long as you qualified. So if you borrowed Mm -hmm. the money and that payment was calculated into your debt service and you were within that $39.44 before, it was fine. And the lender will know where it comes from because they want a paper trail. You have to provide proof, yeah, Yeah. of where your down payment is coming from. CMHC has also suspended refinancing on multi-unit properties, except if the funds are being used for repairs or reinvestment into that property. So you can't just do an equity takeout anymore, mm-hmm. which you used to be able to do. So that's something new as yeah. a result. And this is a direct result of COVID. So uh, quite a few changes in the mortgage industry over the past several weeks. Yes. And coming. Yes. July 1st. And another thing to keep in mind If you are wanting to do a refinance and you are currently in mortgage deferment, you took advantage of whatever deferment plan your lender had and you are currently in deferment, you cannot refinance. You have to come off of that deferment plan and start making your mortgage payments again. That's another change. I think that's... I think that's it. That Dan. wraps it Those up. Are, mm-hmm. Well, that's quite a few changes in a short period of time. And, and it certainly uh, should have an effect on what's going to happen in, in real estate and what people can do with their financing surrounding uh, their real estate. So, Carol Ann, we're going to take a break. And after the break, we have a few things to talk about. We have a local home builder, a local developer who has launched in 2020 a new sort of construction, sustainable building program. Mm -hmm. And we're going to highlight that. I'd like to feature a really beautiful home that is for sale right now and just talk about that for a minute. And then we also are going to talk about some more changes that have happened in the mortgage and real estate industry since COVID-19. So folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty. 
Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break and we will continue. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And my co-host is Carol Ann Bryant, my beautiful bride and mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And Carol Ann, before the break, we were talking about... Changes in the mortgage industry. Changes in the mortgage industry, right. And, and right now I'd like to talk about another beautiful morsel for our real estate soup recipe and that is something environmental and if if you are someone who is concerned with what's going on with our world with our environment and concerned with excessive waste this is something you're going to want to hear a local home builder Stallwood Homes has aimed to reduce construction waste by 50% over the next two years. And they've chosen 2020 to begin this initiative. And Al Rose, the president of Stallwood, says they'll be implementing implementing state-of-the-art building systems and minimizing the future carbon footprint of all their homes. And... Stallwood presently has developments in Coburg, in Baltimore, Grafton, and Brighton. So look them up, stallwoodhomes.ca. And now, how about some changes in the real estate industry, Dale? For sure. There's, there's been just a lot of changes in the real estate industry. Yeah. And let's see, some of the changes would be, I mean, first of all, technology. Mm -hmm. We are doing, uh, making use of online video meetings like FaceTime, Zoom, GoToMeetings, um, Cisco WebEx. There, There are so many very good, Skype, so many very good, uh, Platforms. Platforms to to use, and, and we're using those to meet with clients, and we're using those to show off homes. So that's one of the things we're doing. We're doing a lot of realtors were using video prior to COVID, but now more realtors are getting on board with showing off homes with videos to... Mm-hmm. I don't like to say to eliminate a viewing because I think if you're going to buy something, you really need to walk through it and and smell it and get yeah, the feel get of the it. Get the feel of it. Yeah. yeah. But but it, could, it can eliminate some of that viewing. You can study it before you go and get kind a, of mm-hmm. get it. Get a good idea. Yeah, a good idea and maybe pick some areas that you want to concentrate on when you're there mm-hmm. more so than others to... I don't think I could buy a home just by looking at a video and not walking through it. I never would. Never. Yeah. Never would. Not, I, not I just knowing see. what we know. <laughs> no, not knowing what we know. And electronic signatures. I mean, that's been right. going on for a while, but just like video, if if somebody hasn't been getting with that program, they most likely have been learning sure. how to do electronic signatures during this time. Yeah screening clients for their health and getting them to fill out questionnaires 
about where they've traveled, how they've been feeling, have right. they had certain symptoms. More now, paperwork you have to do now. More paperwork. You can't just uh, gear up and think you're going to arrange a viewing in the next couple hours because we have documents we're going to have to download from that brokerage and and then send them to you so you can sign them electronically and then send them to the listing realtor or realtor brokerage so that they can be approved and then they will potentially uh, confirm a viewing. Right. So there t- there's more planning involved. I mean, tools and that might just be a no-brainer, you know, tools like gloves, masks, booties to wear. And there's a pet peeve I got right now. This could be a whole different show, Carol Ann. Real estate pet peeves. Real estate pet peeve. You know, you might sign one of those forms that we send out saying, we know we're going to wear masks and gloves. We agree. Yeah. And then the realtor might even follow up with emails saying, and remember, gloves and masks need to be worn at all times. Right. Well, I happen to know for a fact that, there's people ignoring it. There's sure. realtors and their buyers ignoring it because sure. I know of sellers who are getting in their car, pulling off into a different driveway because there's nowhere to go either. You know, it's not like you, you know, in, in weeks past, you can just go to a, a restaurant or a mall and, and spend some time while your yeah, home's your being Yeah, your options due. are limited now. So they're going into a neighbor's driveway and they're watching the people go into their home and come out. With no masks and gloves, even though they've been signing. Very disappointing. It's disrespect. Yeah. If you don't believe there's a need for masks and gloves, that's fine. We all approach this a little differently, but... Don't go into someone's house then. No. They're saying, I'm only comfortable with you coming into my home, my property, with them. You better honor it, whether you think it's necessary or not. Uh, I, I would hope that... Most people would understand that, but yeah. obviously we have seen that's not the case. So oh, yeah. it's disappointing. And and it's uh, that kind of attitude that will prolong this virus until until there's a vaccine. Yeah. And and I don't know what, what can happen. I mean, yeah, that's a whole other show. Anyways, I sort of got off on a tangent there. <laughs> so be Sorry. in your bonnet right be now. Be in my bonnet. Yeah. Um, deposits. I mean, it used right. to be most often a deposit was delivered by the buyer to the to the brokerage office within 24 hours. Right. Now the brokerage's offices are saying, don't come in. Don't come right. in. I mean, that's going to be changing all the time. But they're saying, send a wire transfer or e-transfer. Okay. And that way you don't have to come into our offices and... And with the wire transfer, that's great. You can do that at your bank and you can you can transfer a large deposit with an e-transfer that's different. An it's e- trickier. Yeah, an e-transfer has limits. Yeah, some banks are like $2,500 limit. Well, if you have a $20,000 deposit. Yeah, so you need to plan on that. When you do up the offer, if you know e-transfer is the way you're going to do it, you got to write that up in the offer that... There's going to be so much thousand per day for so many days. Right. It, it needs to be spelled out there. So some of these things that have come about because of the virus, I think, are good. They are a sign of the times. They're they're progressive things. 
you know, mm-hmm. with the banking system, there there really isn't a need to to show up with a check anymore. You can do these transfers with your yeah. financial institutions. That, that I think is a positive. And then we don't run into this thing where somebody's living out of town, and they're talking about. Oh, I can't make it within the 24 hours because of my work schedule. And then by the time I do this and your office closes by then, you know, you just need to be at your own local bank and there's no, no reason for not making, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the time that's been stipulated to deliver that deposit. And then the other thing I can think of is just different terms of viewing and clauses that go into some agreements and that's all controversial too whether these clauses should go in or not and that that could be another another program and and i mean one of the interesting things and i've seen this several times is on showing instructions where the listing realtor has inserted that there's no viewing until there's an accepted conditional agreement of purchase right. and sale. So right. basically the buyer is putting in an offer without ever walking through the home, but then they would naturally put in a condition that they do view the home and that the home is acceptable to them after viewing. Right. So, so there's that protection. Yeah. Just people trying to limit interaction. Mm-hmm. With one another and and a tricky thing. Now, the one, the most recent one I'm thinking of, it didn't take that long to sell. You you would normally think, oh my goodness, have you ever handcuffed yourself there? Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of one in particular and yeah, it sold quickly. Well, it it's conditionally sold. Conditionally sold and right. it didn't take much time. No. Yeah. And that I, was good use of pictures too. Yeah. I tend to think just because I am by nature a germaphobe. Mm-hmm. If we were to put our house up for sale, I would I would like that myself. I would like because then you have serious people. You don't have the looky loos who are maybe uh you know stringing to t- together four or five homes to look at and your home is maybe like n- number 5 on the list, number 1 is their favorite and 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 so you kind of are eliminating traffic in your home by using that clause and that that would be appealing to me. Yeah, but so many times I've seen number 5 on the list just to follow your example, number 5 on the list and then we go through all 5. Maybe right. it's, maybe it's 5 out of 5 on the list. But then we go through it and it's surprise because there's just a vibe there that connects sure. with the buyer. No, and I agree. Number I agree. five goes to number one. So if that had to turn them off, I mean, if we're in yeah. different times than this, it's not how I would want to sell No, my I'm home. saying in this time, it, it appeals to my personality because I, as you know, I am yeah. a germaphobe. We'll have a talk so. if that happens. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Does anybody know a good real estate agent I can use? Hey, slow your <laughs> slow down your roll. All right. Okay, so Carol Ann, I got another great ingredient for our real estate soup okay. episode here. And that is a home I have listed. And if if this sounds intriguing to you, if you would love to live on over four acres. 
where everywhere you looked, you see this beautiful rolling hill landscape, farmed land, forest, bush. Northumberland Hills. Yeah, the rolling yep. hills in Northumberland County. Lovely. Uh, bungalow. So it's main floor living where everything can be done on the one floor, laundry, bedrooms, everything. Like it. Yes, I like it. A beautiful four-season, four-season sunroom, octagonal sunroom. We mentioned earlier about the value of windows Mm -hmm. in a home. Mm -hmm. This this home is full of windows. Yeah, this sunroom is pretty spectacular. Yeah, And, and also... It, when you're on the main floor of this home, you're not walking on a wooden floor with typical floor joists. You're you're walking on a poured concrete slab. So in between the basement and the main floor, it's concrete slabbed. It's heated. Talk about comfortable, mm. solid, solidly built custom home. If you're looking for trails to walk on, it backs onto a forested land where you can have permission to walk approximately four kilometers of groomed trails. If all this sounds of interest to you, contact me. I would love to put you in, in touch with this home or tell your realtor you heard about this home that Dale Bryan has listed. What's the, what's the MLS listing? 230134. And so contact your the realtor you're working with and say, hey, I heard about a home, mm-hmm. really interested. And this is, this is what I go in so many homes. Right. And I hardly ever come home and say, Carol Ann. I know. This is, this is a home I and, would And this love home to live checks in. off so many of our boxes. I know. Except it's a big home and we're trying to downsize and, and. Yeah. The prop it has a lot of property. So we're trying to we're trying to downsize, but it's going uh, in the opposite direction. I know. But my <laughs> goodness. I know. It's it's a very beautiful what a gorgeous home. place. So Carol Ann, that's about it. Thank All you right, again. The soup for is done. The the soup is done. We just need to let it simmer. Okay. And and folks, please contact me for these questions. During a previous real estate transaction, was there something that went wrong or nearly went wrong? I'd love to know, and I'd love to know how it was handled or how it was avoided. And we wouldn't use names. We won't use addresses, but I'd love to talk about your situation on the show. And then also, what do you appreciate about your home during this COVID crisis? Or what do you wish was different? Mm-hmm. And, and then if you would like us to use your name... We certainly would, and and talk about. People could text you as well instead of email. Me, if you email me, someone who texts yeah. at two eight nine two five one two nine four seven. Exactly, and let us know, and we'd love to share those uh, thoughts on air. And Carol Ann, how will people get in touch with you if they're interested in mortgage financing? You can call my cell two eight nine two five one two nine four eight, or text me at that number. Yes, and. Thank you to you, the listeners, for spending time with us this morning. If you have questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, feel free to also contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage, 
And don't forget to join us next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks. <music>